Well, we are kicking off our 2021 CKNW Leadership Series with someone who's been a guest on this show a few times this year. His leadership of doctors in this province during the pandemic has been a consistent, positive note while also continuing to inform the public. We are starting the Leadership Series with Dr. Matthew Chow, President of Doctors of BC. Dr. Chow, thank you so much for being with us. Great to be here. How has it changed as far as being a leader, or what have the challenges been specifically during a pandemic? <laughs> There's certainly been a number of challenges uh, during this pandemic. Um, one of the greatest of which has been uncertainty. You know, uh, as as medical professionals, as healthcare workers, we like to have a certain degree of certainty. We train for it, um, we practice our art, we practice our craft, and we, and we try to remove all the variables that we can um, because we know that human beings are already sort of an unknown factor, you know, when, 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 we're, when we're working with people. Um, but the pandemic has, of course, thrown everything for a loop, and, you know, now we're in the fourth wave, we've got Delta variant, and, and you know, uncertainty and adaptation um, is, is the name of the game here. I would imagine, too, you've been asked for answers or being in the position of leadership. Uh, people want answers, even though really throughout this, there have been many times, I'm sure, when not only did you not have the answer, nobody did. Yeah, and, and, and that's where I think science really comes through, because the neat thing about science is that it doesn't have all the answers, not right away. But it's an iterative process where we build up, build up, build up our knowledge over time. And that's why, you know, when the pandemic started, we didn't know if we'd have vaccines. It's hard, to, it's hard to think back that far, but we didn't know if we would have vaccines. We didn't know how many vaccines we would have. We didn't know how effective they would be. And fast forward to, to today, you know, we're donating millions and millions of doses overseas, you know, to the COVAX effort. We have multiple effective vaccines in Canada. We're about to embark on a vaccination campaign for 5 to 11-year-olds. And that's how science works. So it starts from uncertainty. It builds up with questions and, and, uh, and knowledge. And, you know, and then you have these really important developments. And, and then you start to see more certainty. Uh, we still have a number of healthcare workers in this province. It's still more than 4,000 healthcare workers uh, who have been placed on unpaid leave after not being able to show proof of vaccination as a condition of their employment at this point. Uh, how do you respond to the fact that there are that many healthcare workers who are not vaccinated? You know, it's, it's disappointing. Um, you know, there are so many of us out there right now fighting COVID-19, trying to save lives every day. Uh, you see people in hospitals, especially in the north, being transferred to other sites across the province to, for, for care. Um, you see some delays in care uh, for COVID and, for, you know, for non-COVID issues. Uh, and, and so it's, it's disappointing to see the number of folks that are still unvaccinated. Um, that being said, the vast, vast majority of healthcare workers are vaccinated. You know, more than 97% of doctors are vaccinated I understand even from from the BC Teachers Federation that upwards of 94, 95% of their members are vaccinated as well. So the vast majority of people are are getting the vaccine, and that's why you're starting to see uh, things turn around in terms of, you know, cautiously, I might add, start to see some plateauing and turning around in the, in the right direction of, of case counts. 
Right. But I mean, at the same time, though, if we look at BC compared to Ontario and compared to some other provinces, our numbers based on population, our numbers are still, I would, have, I would think, are much higher than, than you and other health professionals and other people would like. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is primarily driven right now by unvaccinated individuals. You know, the chains of transmission are being maintained in social gatherings between unvaccinated individuals. It, it turns out that unvaccinated individuals like to hang out with one another. And so that sustains, you know, transmission of COVID-19. And, and so long as you have, you know, that sustained transmission, you're going to see cases. And because no vaccine is 100 percent, you know, you, you're going to see some cases in people that are fully vaccinated. Um, and, and so that's why it's so, so, so important to get as many people vaccinated as possible. And, and that's why a community like UBC Point Grey campus, you know, which is extremely vaccinated, you know, 95, 96, 97 plus percent vaccination, you know, has a case rate that hovers between zero and one per hundred thousand. Um, there's not even a hundred thousand people on the campus. So, so, you know, really you're, you're talking about like less, less than one case per hundred thousand, you know, some, some weeks, no cases. And that's the power of vaccination. That's what happens when you have a very, very highly vaccinated community. Do you think it would be helpful if we heard more from doctors? Certainly there have been some doctors that have been outspoken who have been very accessible as far as talking about what it's like in hospitals and what they've been dealing with. Uh, but but it, would it be helpful, do you think, if the public had more access or a, a better look at what it's like day to day in the hospital and in healthcare settings? Yeah, I think transparency is really important. I think it's really, really important for people to have you know, almost that front row seat in terms of what's happening in our province's hospitals and in our province's clinics and our, and our family doctor's offices. Um, because I think seeing that would show how much strain the system is under and also just how much of a difference, you know, vaccinations make. You know, in, in Vancouver, where I live, I'm, I'm in a neighbourhood that was actually designated a high transmission neighbourhood in the third wave. And so they vaccinated everybody here on a priority basis. And it's a night and day difference now. So now, now we're in the fourth wave, and, and it's barely a blip here in, in, in my neighborhood. Meanwhile, in the north, that actually did, you know, re- relatively better in, in earlier waves. It's just getting slammed. Um, and it's, you know, mostly unvaccinated people that end up in the hospital um, that overwhelm the system, and then folks need to be transferred out. And those stories need to be told. I think it's really important for people to hear about that, because that is the reality. Um, I still can't believe that there's some folks out there that feel that COVID isn't real. Um, I, I would uh, I would urge them to tour one of our province's intensive care units, and you, you'll see just how real it actually is. And moving forward, what do you what do you anticipate as far as uh, with the number counts as they are right now? We know that certain groups are going to be prioritized when it comes to booster shots. Uh, this, as more people are starting to travel, we're seeing those restrictions lifted. Do you have concerns about that, or what are your thoughts moving forward? Well, the key again is is vaccination rates. So when everyone's vaccinated, you know activities are safe, and that's why you see lifting of restrictions. You know, in in venues. Um, where vaccination is required, where you need to show your QR code, because that that is completely, completely different story than, let's say, uh, you know, a wedding or a funeral or another social gathering where people are not vaccinated, um, even if some of the people are unvaccinated. Night and day difference in terms of in terms of risk level. So, so as we see the province's vaccination rates rise, as you see it match, you know, places like UBC, 
you know, as you as you see um, children, you know, more children get vaccinated. What, what you should expect to see is actually less transmission, you know. And that's actually been another frustrating aspect, actually, that I might dwell upon for a moment, is that there's still some folks that uh, that are saying that, well, you know, the vaccine doesn't make that much of a difference. And, well, no, actually, the vaccine makes a huge difference. You're nine times more likely to get COVID if you have no vaccine than if you're fully vaccinated. Nine times difference. I'd, I'd say that's a pretty big difference. You know, and then the hospitalization rates are, are, are double-digit differences uh, in, t- in terms of multiples. So, so yeah, going forward, you know, of course, it, you know, prudence is, is, is always good. Caution is, is always reasonable. Um, but at the same time, you know, with the vaccination rates pushing up as high as they are, you know, in, in where I live, 94%, at least with, with their first dose, um, you know, it, it becomes safer and safer to do more of the things that we've missed out on. All right. Uh, Dr. Chow, we'll leave it there for today. But thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. You're most welcome.